This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So in addition to Eric DaCosta speaking, we heard uh, Coach John Harbaugh talk as well. Um, he he talked about some things, and, and we'll get to the Lamar part too. I mean, obviously this is going to be a topic of discussion, but there's a couple of things that he did say that I think we should just kind of gloss over real quick. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Keith Williams, he acknowledged it's still on the team, but we don't know at what capacity. He said he will return. Um, they're trying to figure out at what capacity he will be uh, returning as. Um, he acknowledged that he loves Craig uh, Veerstig mm-hmm. and James Urban, but he was uncertain about what their roles were going right. to be at this point. Um, he acknowledged that Kyle Hamilton had wrist surgery, which makes sense because there was a picture floating around with Kyle Hamilton in a sling. So now we know why. Um and it said that Kyle Hamilton is a safety, but he has nickelback flexibility, which I think we've acknowledged, right, in mm-hmm. the way that they've used him the last year. Um, and then they also mentioned the fact that they lost one of their staff, uh, Rob Leonard, who was the offensive, uh, excuse me, outside linebackers coach. He went to the Vegas Raiders mm-hmm. for the defensive line coach. So there's a position that needs to be filled. Um, so I, I don't know if you have an, an opinion about any of those things. Yeah, uh, two things. One okay. on the, on the uh, Kyle Hamilton one, um, he brought up Brandon Stevens in there. And I, I, I think we've kind of forgot a little bit about Brandon Stevens, not necessarily in the corner room, but maybe the safety room um, as well. He was a guy that was drafted as a safety and, you know, he, he's kind of that hybrid. He's played both last off season. Harb said that he looks at Brandon Stevens as more of a cornerback than a safety. I don't I mean, I, I, I see what he sees, you know, um, I, he definitely is there, but I, I don't think Brandon Stevens is that great as a corner. He's not terrible. <laughs> Dang. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's, he's bad, but I, I, I think he, I would like to see him again at safety. You know what I'm saying? I'm not okay. saying that he's a bad corner. He's a good, he's a pretty good guy. If you, if you got a plug and play, um, he's there in coverage. He just, if you're looking for somebody that's going to make a play on the ball, that's just not what he's shown the ability to do to this point. But I would like to see him again at safety if given an opportunity and he adds flexibility that Kyle Hamilton brings to that safety cornerback room. Uh, Brandon Stevens does the same. So I'm interested to see if he will have a a little more of a hybrid role next year as well. And one other thing that uh, I guess this is a little bit into the Lamar stuff, but not a lot, but he, he mentioned that Lamar and Todd Munkin still hadn't spoke to this point, which, you know, isn't necessarily breaking news, but uh, it's out there. Thank you for that. Um, and that, that that's why, you know, we needed to kind of gloss over those things because, of course, as you already mentioned, Lamar, 
And so obviously Coach Harbaugh had had some things to say when asked about Lamar Jackson. So one of the things that he talked about um, in terms of this whole Lamar situation, a couple of things. He said he talks to Lamar, you know, in text at times. Um, and he, he, you know, believes that Lamar wants to be in Baltimore. He continues to be very strong on that stance in terms of Lamar wanting to be um, a Raven. So he, again, he mentioned that he speaks to him um, and, and he didn't, he also mentioned that he didn't travel with the team to the playoff game in Cincinnati because he was injured mm-hmm. and he was very defensive. I felt like um, for Lamar mm-hmm. um, in terms of that, because there was a lot of talk going mm-hmm. on about, you know, could he had played, could he had gone, you know? And so I feel like, that conversation right there was a little defensive, which is a good thing, right? I mean, you want your head coach. You don't want it to seem like how people tried to make it seem is right. that, you know, he kind of like just didn't go. Right. Um, apparently he was not healthy. And that's exactly what that was about. So um, another thing that they talked about, um, he was asked if he believes that the relationship between Lamar mm-hmm. and the organization is still good. And this is what he had to say. We want Lamar and Lamar wants to be a Raven. And in the end, that's going to work itself out in my mind, you know, and then you just let Providence do its work. You let Providence do its good work. And I trust in that. So whatever Providence ends up determining in the end, I'm going to be all for, you know, and I think it's going to be what's best for everybody. But I've always been confident that we're going to have, you know, it's going to get worked out. And I still believe that. So, Cordell, when you hear that, I mean, obviously, DaCosta and Harbaugh can say whatever they want. We don't know if it's true, right? I mean, obviously, I don't think that they're going to come out and be like, things aren't going well right no. now. <laughs> but do you feel like it, that was a genuine response? Do you truly believe that they're currently, you know, that basically the only thing that's kind of severing them right now is just the fact that there's not a deal done at this moment? It, I mean, definitely. Uh, I think it's genuine for Harbs. I think Harbs does love Lamar. How could he not? Oh, I, I, I absolutely believe 110%. Yeah. He speaks very highly of him. Yeah. And so let me be clear, too. I think the difference between Harbaugh and DaCosta is now, see, DaCosta is working with Lamar um, from a business perspective in terms mm-hmm. of getting garnering money. And I think that that's different because Lamar has to hear why he should not get this this that the third mm-hmm. up front as opposed to an agent hearing those things right. which might be a little of a different dynamic Harbaugh is just simply interested in trying to win football games and he knows that Lamar does that for him mm-hmm. and Lamar is a good guy and so I think in that regard that's the difference in the relationships if that makes sense yeah and you know honestly Harbs may be that that middle ground you know, he's the guy that Eric's going to go to and talk to about how the Lamar, Lamar situation is going, give his point of view of things. And Lamar is kind of, you know, going to use Harbaugh in the same way. I feel like at times, you know, Harbs is checking in, probably asking him how it's going. And Lamar is probably giving him a little, you know, a little bit of what's on his mind sometimes, probably not all the time, but just Harbs, Harbs has to be that middle guy. He's, yes. you know, and that's just, that's just the role that the head coach plays. I do believe that the relationship is still good, but that doesn't mean that there's not 
you know, something there. You could still be, have a disagreement with somebody and still be cool. You know, for certain people, not everybody could could operate that way, but some people are able to, you know, not necessarily uh, be in the best spot, but that doesn't mean that their relationship is soiled. And and right now, I think both sides understand that this is a business. You know, you got to be able to separate the two. Lamarcus sit here today and get and, and get treated. And when he see Eric and them still dap him up, st it's still all love. That doesn't mean the relationship is bad. So um it's the business just doesn't care about that. The business is the business. That's just what it is. So the relationship could be as good as it wants. It doesn't necessarily change what the outcome can be. It just, I mean they still have to talk, right? I mean unless Lamar gets to the point that says trade me. You know, that up until that point, they're, they're going to be talking. I agree. And so, I mean, I, you know, I, I just I just definitely think that the dynamic is a little bit different because one is about money and one is about mm -hmm. field product. You right. know, so um, uh, it's good to hear that he feels confident about this. I mean, it's unfortunate that, you know, we're not able to hear like what Lamar's side of it is. But I understand why we're not. Maybe that's a good thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't want to hear from Lamar in terms of like what is going uh, on in his mind about how this is all going. Um, so, you know, it, it, the questions were really good and, and they were able to elaborate in those answers. Um, and so those are the things that you, you're, you're interested in. I know one thing that I was interested in that I've, I, I shouldn't have found weird because I know that this is a thing with this organization. I know they did this with Gary Kubiak, but uh, still, uh, Harbaugh, when asked, um, he said he didn't have the the time to break down the the Georgia's offense on the film um, during the, the the Monken interview process, uh -huh. and I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I understand that they got other people like basically on a committee doing that stuff, but I just mm -hmm. want my head coach to be a little bit more involved. Yeah. It's you the know. optics. It's the optics. You can't you can't come out and say that. Thank you. It, you know, you you can't. It's just it's just one of those things. That's just something you keep in house. And I think I think we all kind of over fantasize what all coaches do. Right. You know, uh, even even during the season, you know, and in the prep. I mean, I'm sure they prepare their butts off. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, you know, in our minds, it's like they get no sleep. They're up all night cramming every everything is football you know and 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 really it's probably a fraction of what we really uh, know think it really is so you know it, it probably happens a lot more than we think of coaches really not doing a super deep dive into the people that they hire and then sometimes it shows because some of these guys go in there and do a terrible job uh at what they're hired to do so um but it was definitely funny to hear I, I just was like, okay, all right, we get it. So, yeah, that was definitely something that was interesting. Um, and, of course, that got talked about a, a, a lot around the town. And so, yeah, we will be uh, – I don't think that – I feel like that that's a conversation that's going to be had, you mm -hmm. know, as well. So, um, yeah, it, it, but the Lamar talk does feel like it's not all doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's – you know, subside in any type of anxiety that maybe the fan base has had, but hopefully, um, it, it, hopefully they can come down to, you know, getting it done 
and doing it soon before the franchise tag, even though they've acknowledged that, you know, I mean, look, even if they do tag, Costa mm-hmm. said this as well, even if they do tag them, I mean, it doesn't mean that they can't, you know, negotiate right. still. And they'll, they'll they'll still try to do that. So, um, but I think that everybody just wants this to be over. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It. They, they all want it to be over. And I think what's added to the anxiety for people, for fans is the fact that nobody hears from these guys from either side, you know? And I think, like you said, just hearing from Harbs and, and, and DaCosta on Wednesday, it, it, get, it adds to the optimism a little bit, you know, it makes you feel a little better when you hear them talk about how, how they feel about Lamar, how they talked recently how you know they're still optimistic that something will happen it adds to your optimism but when you don't hear from them and the only thing you're hearing is this reported and that reported and you know uh and and the actuality is nobody truly knows anything because both sides have been truly tight-lipped to a degree um i think so you know, it, it just adds to the anxiety that I think everybody has towards the situation. But in actuality, it might be a lot more simpler than we think. Absolutely. 